Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 625 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by the fantastic trio of Ben Funky Askren, Stephen Kyle Bracky, and Oliver Astone. Ben, coming at us from The Strip, it's what press conference week for Triller TV. Yeah. It's 6.15 a.m. It's still dark out here, actually. I, I'm right across the street. Hold on, maybe you guys can see. We got... Um, Oh uh, wow! Can you see Ooh. that the Oakland uh, Raiders oh, yeah. stadium right there out the yeah. window? Oh okay, I know where that is. Uh, yeah. we went there this weekend. Well, very cool. Uh, well, let's talk so some wrestling, boys. let's talk some freaking wrestling. And what an NCAA tournament we had! Iowa crowned the champions. Um, quite a bit of drama in this one for the Hawkeyes and for the tournament in general. Officiating was a common topic of conversation. The edge rules were terrible. Um, there, there was some, uh, there, I feel like top and bottom wrestling is coming under a lot of fire these days. There's a lot of talk about Penn State's performance, how well they wrestled, uh, at the finals. But I think, I think you got to start with the Hawkeyes and, and how well they, they, they wrestled, they got it done. Um, it was kind of the story. It was the reason Ben poo-pooed Penn State all year long is Iowa just had this depth of point scores that could absorb you know, some down performances that that Penn State didn't have. And ultimately that kind of, that was the difference because they did not um, wrestle two or above seed quite like Penn State did, but they had so many good guys and they put their, put some hammers in the finals. um, They they were able to get it done. I think you have to start with the Spencer Lee story and you know, immediately after Big Tens, the rumor mill started circulating. Everyone's reading lips on Twitter and from the Big Ten broadcast where he says, I blew my knee out or my knee's done or whatever they thought he said. And obviously, you're not going to get a word out of anyone from anywhere. Uh, but that speculation was out there. And it became. when did you guys start to think there's something up? 
this is not quite right. Something, this is not the best version. Because I think we can all say. Oh, round two, killing Cardinal. Yes. Sure. Well, yes. that was just my coaching. That was Bracky's coaching. You need to wait, give credit. Wait, Bracky coached killing Cardinal? Absolutely. <laughs> no. It was a joke from the watch party. Anytime a West Virginia or Ohio guy would come up, I would say, all right, guys, I'm getting in the corner. Unless that guy was going against someone. Actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> he kind of picked his spots. It was, it was very smart coaching. But yeah, so I, I think from that point on, it was it was very clear because Killian took him down twice, two times. That's yeah. when you know, okay, something's not right here. And then the whole tournament it, comes. What? Well, what I, I asked you this on text, uh, but so his first one he tore two years ago, but he still hasn't gotten it fixed. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Why not? I don't know. You know, some guys, that's what they like to do. I think. Is there, a, like, uh, we need a medical professional on here to tell us. Because that, for me, I don't know why, but especially when you had the coronavirus break, seems like a good time to say, hey, let's get a new, uh, let's get the ACL fixed. Well, Marinelli went through this. I think Kirkfleet, um, I'm not sure if he got his repaired or not. It's somehow a common thing. I've obviously never torn my ACL to understand how it's even possible. It's just strange that in like football, if you tear your ACL or you're done, and all these other sports, if you tear your ACL, it's just not even like there's no gutted out even option. But in wrestling, you can gut it out. We need and, a doctor on to tell us about this, Christian. Okay, I'm, I'm like I'm very curious now because I've been around people tore their ACLs and it was like they were in excruciating amount of pain. Um, now they got them fixed and they never tried competing after tearing them. But, uh, you know, I'm curious as to can you really do it? Why can you do it? Or why can some people do it? Um, is there long-term effects? Is there other negative effects that we don't know about? And then, you know, again, like Spencer, I could see, hey, he tore his at Big Tens. Okay, wait till after Nationals. But the one that was two years ago, um, I mean, two, two off-seasons ago, Spencer didn't really even compete. So why not get it fixed? I'm not sure. I, I don't I can't say right? I understand. Right, because he didn't compete yeah. from NCAs till season. That's eight months. Yeah, I don't know. Um, clearly, sometimes that's the advice that's given. It could have been, you know, I guess if you look at it after the previous year, he probably didn't want to get surgery the year before or the the leading months be recovering before trials either. So well, that could have. No, but that was two years ago. He said he said it was against what. Jack Mueller, which was mm -hmm. 2019. 2019, and he didn't wrestle that offseason, right? Right. So he could have gotten it then and been maybe ready to go by late first semester, early second semester, or maybe he didn't want to have that much time away from the mat. Maybe he felt – I mean, he wrestled great. Well, actually, yeah. no, we don't We don't know that he wrestled great at, um, at that NCAAs because he just won that match, and then we never saw him again. Like, So we never really got to see – um, or he didn't know, I guess, how well he would wrestle with, with yeah. one knee. But he figured it out, and he was having a dominant season last year, right? And he was dom and he was he was yeah. more dominant yeah. than ever this year. This year, with no with one ACL. With one ACL, but then when the other one was torn, apparently even that can limit uh, Spencer Lee. Not too much, but it certainly well, I limited. Wish we could get a doctor. Okay, well, all right. Well, we can't we can't get a doctor now. We'll try we to get, get a doctor, doctor tomorrow. <laughs> or, yeah, doctor just just give up on the doctor thing for the show. Let's talk about no, it, and I'm maybe maybe now. tomorrow we can get a, a doctor or something. I don't know. Any doctors in the chat? Yeah, if there's, there's any doctors, doctors in the chat. Oh, there's a lot of doctors in the chat. Just yeah. ask them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought 
he, he it was very clear it wasn't the same Spencer Lee. Yeah. Uh, he was moving. He couldn't get his shots off near as well. And you know, Courtney, I thought for losing six zero or whatever it was, he, I thought he he had a the the game plan you have to have now. If they just call Edge stalling, that's a like a tech, right? Because if if they make Courtney engage, and well, it, it, we're we're looking at the um, the Edge rules, and thirty percent of the one twenty five final was wrestled with one guy outside the circle. Yeah. And uh, well, I'm surprised on that one, you know, Christian, that Courtney did have the right. You know, we totally looked back at the Nick pitch in any match a couple years back. You know, you move on Spence, especially when. His movement is limited. I don't know why Corny wasn't trying to circle harder because he probably could have got back to center had he worked for it. Um, so I would say that was actually a flaw in his game plan because him playing the edge just did not look good. And I think with, with Spencer's lack of mobility, he probably could have gotten back to center for sure. Well, I, th- I think if you want to beat Spencer, the early wave is the most dangerous. And he, oh, got, yeah, out, yeah, he sure. got out of the first period scoreless. So yeah, that's great. call it what you want. But I think that at that portion, at least three minutes in, it was a flawless performance. Now, he had these bizarre cautions, which he could have had several more. Um, yeah, because he didn't step on the line a couple times, too. Didn't step on the line. He had a couple other, like, near fall starts. He tried the rolling start once, and, like, okay, that's fine. He tried to sneak one in. Tried then once, he, that's good, yeah. Then he tried it again. Then he wasn't putting his foot on the line. One time, he was like... Moving as he they was blew like the whistle, walking back and forth as they like blew the. W- I don't know. It was really, it was, was really weird. weird. He could have been cautioned a few more times. Yeah. So, but but all that, um, Spencer found a way. He got the kind of little a little drag takedown on the edge, and at that point it was three zero, and it, you you started to feel like okay, this is gonna happen. He's gonna seal the deal. But it was interesting just watching Spencer's media from Big Ten Finals went on. He was not um, – this does not seem like a happy guy. Like he was um, – yeah. it, it, there, there was weight about it. And I think there was a little bit of – he knew something was wrong at, at Big Tens. And then the lead up to it, I, I feel like he's just annoyed by the fact that this is supposed to be my year. This is supposed to be Iowa's year. This is the year I'm going to win my third NCAA title and I can, I can make the Olympic team. And – I don't know if part of it is like him maybe deep down being like, I can make the team on one knee, but I don't know if I could do it without any ACLs. I feel like that has to be part of it. And like, there's no moving it. The trials last year, he was wrestling great. He was healthy, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's not healthy. So I've, I don't know if that's what it was, but it, the, you know, we got a bunch of questions about it and everyone observing it. It was kind of clear to see. This isn't happy-go-lucky Spencer Lee, even after he wins an NCAA title. Um, so I don't know what your thoughts are, are on that, Ben. Yeah, I mean, Spencer's—I've had a camp twice. He's just—he's—he's he's tremendous, but he does sometimes in the media he doesn't come off really well, and I think because they treat the media as the enemy um, a little bit, right? And that was—I DeSan- guess DeSanto got in trouble on Saturday. At least that was what the the release mm-hmm. said from Iowa. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's got to be some frustration with the fact that he can't wrestle up to his potential or really anywhere near his potential because of the knee issue. And I actually got a text on Thursday that said Spencer was not going to wrestle in the trials um, because of the knee injury. Uh, but it sounds like he is actually going to. He said he was uh, in the post-match interview. He said he was. And yeah. I, I, so my thought was, 
So, you know, you can't wear those giant knee braces in freestyle. And he'd been wearing it. Really? The one. Yeah. Why not? So, I don't know. Just a rule. Okay. Wow, we didn't know that. Yeah. So, I, I wonder if he was wrestling some of those matches without any knee braces just to, like, see how it felt. Um, yeah. But it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see if he does give it a shot. I think... I think his kind of what he said was like, why not? I mean, no excuses. I got to try. And that yeah. makes sense. But my thought is if, if he if he wins or if he if he's won, but he doesn't make the team, which at this point, it's, it's so hard to imagine you can beat Dayton Gilman, Vito, Gross, those guys with one without a knee. So with that, does he finally, does he get him fixed and then – Maybe maybe he redshirts next year and gets fully healthy to come back the but year after. Christian, you you would be healthy by October. Yeah, you'd be healthy, and, and they're going to need him to win next year. Is oh, yeah. what it comes down to. I mean, um, they wouldn't have won this year without him. They they need him in the lineup, and they're going they're going to need him next year. I got to assume Kale's going to be on the recruiting path, and a lot. There's actually a lot of really good dudes in the portal. Um, yeah, like yeah. you know, it's only going to get better. Yep. Yeah, and you consider all of Stanford, maybe pretty all of Stanford's teams in the portal, and they had a really good tournament. And there's a bunch of other dudes. Um, Kale's gonna figure out how to snatch a couple of them dudes up. So they they need Spencer Lee, but if you have surgery April 10, you're but he's back by October. I'm sure he's a fast healer, right? He's gonna be back by October, mid October, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plenty so, of time for him. Yeah, it's it's funny. You know, the windows for ACL recovery used to be like a year. Now it's like six months routinely. Yeah. I don't know how it would impact that it would be both. Um, and would he get both fixed kind of thing? I know, I know I just talked to someone with their hip and they did. It was like two two weeks um, between one and the other or something to that effect. So I'm sure you could do uh, – I mean, you wouldn't be able to walk or anything. You have to crutch everywhere. It would be terrible. But you could probably do one and then a couple weeks later do the other one or something. Oh. Sounds terrible. Um, so it's it'll be. I mean, he's going to remain a, a storyline throughout. Some someone we're going to be watching and wondering about heading into this tournament. And yeah, you you mentioned some of the the distractions with Iowa. You've got DeSanto can't be in the parade uh, of champions because of some something he said, which which is strange because it was after a win. It wasn't like a a mad and I lost kind of thing. And then, you know, to have Alex Marinelli not place after being the one seed, mm. and he loses in the quarters to Shane Griffith, who I was, like, collectively just down on Stanford just because yeah, of all the, all the reasons that I think make a lot of sense. And well, someone they, told me oh, – do who told me this? Someone told me Real Woods, and I'm, I don't know if Shane Griffith's same, that he took something like – 23 credits in the fall semester to so he would graduate after this semester mm-hmm. um so he'd be a graduate transfer and because he, he wanted his degree from stanford but he also well, wanted to go somewhere else yeah that's so he didn't train because you, you don't train when you're doing 23 credits at stanford correct i was that's correct and he, he still has to go to school all through the summer and everything he's not done yeah coach Borelli even said that yesterday on the okay. beta show but yeah you're right that's why he wasn't wrestling at first is because yeah. his class schedule was ridiculous and stanford was going stanford practiced outside from like 
December through like January 23rd when they finally were got permission to start their season. And then they had to go their season uh, before Pac-12s was a 15-day road trip. They couldn't come back to their county unless they wanted to quarantine. So they just stayed out on the road for 15 days. Yeah. Oh my God. So they wild. just had this bizarre season. It's, you know, they didn't have a great Pac-12, so I just kind of like extended that out through NCAs. And then freaking Griffith was the clear best guy in the bracket, right? There was, yeah. there was kind of no question about it. He beats Marinelli. Marinelli was, again, there to win it. He was in on several shots. He couldn't finish. It was overtime. It was very Mackay-esque in, in his defeat, right? Like, hung around, hung around, couldn't finish, couldn't finish, and then counter takedown, he loses. And then you never see him again. He's gone. Makai, yeah. um, I was I was kind of one-off on Makai. I thought he would win his quarter and then forfeit out. He won his second match and forfeited out. It was very clear he wasn't the same guy. Wenzel so was, wait, when did When did Makai hurt his shoulder originally? The Wenzel match. Oh, during the season. In the it was like, time. I might have, like, it was Valentine's Day weekend. Okay. Yeah. So he's getting it fixed now, I'm sure. You would think. Well, yeah, there's no way he's wrestling at trials. Yeah, there's I, there's no way. No. He, he, was yeah. just, he was having to gut out the schedule match. He, they just, they just got to be realistic about that. Uh, so, yeah, and then 65, you know, Wenzel ends up making the finals. And a crazy one because he almost lost in the very first round. But to Barzak, yeah, and then he runs the gauntlet and uh, ends up making the finals, and he made it interesting. But Griffith. that was wild. They awarded the takedown on the mat to Barzak that would have won the match, and then they go and review it. I never even saw it, by the way. Yeah, um, uh, I was sorry. Max said he, he he knew Barzak from when he was in New York a little bit or something, uh, as we were kind of watching over there, and uh, I I thought they you know they don't actually change calls too much so when they made the call on the mat I thought it was probably unlikely that it would get changed uh, but they changed it because you know you guys are seeing probably I don't know what 10 to 20 percent of the calls being changed not a lot so this year it was the most overturned calls uh, ever because they had well I won't say because but you could extrapolate this because they had independent review for the first time mm. and the, the, the call the refs weren't reviewing their own calls which you have to assume. So, what was helped. the percentage? The most ever. I don't. Percentage? I don't. I don't recall. Couldn't be very high, right? I don't think so. Hey, you uh, know what really annoys me when, yeah. so when they do a review, but both teams want the review, and they say we're doing Reds review, and then we're doing Greens review. Why don't they just watch the match and they're like, hey, here's what happened? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get. Reviews took way too long. Andy Hamilton way started timing them. They were like three, four minutes. It's it's a bad Some look. Four for sure. You gotta be quick, quick. I mean, it cannot take that long. Um, yeah, I mean, just, if you watch the segment like three times, it takes you less than a minute. Then you say, "Here's the call. Here's what happened." Yeah, and, and many of them, it's a very clear thing what you're looking for. It either is or it isn't, and make the call and move on. Yes. Um. So a few. Uh, wh where do we want to go? Do we want to get into these finals? Because um, well, the argument wants to stay on Iowa. We, you know, we, uh, Iowa, Penn State. Uh, we should. We yeah, we should hit on a few more things with Iowa. I think. Yeah, yeah. So where where do you want to go? I mean, um, well, Warner, how about the Warner the Warner match first round? Come up first round. Listen, this man was pinned. This man was pinned. The ref wouldn't call it. Wouldn't call they it. Call, 
they call pins incredibly fast at the collegiate level in the NCAA. That's so, I saw so many pins called fast in that. And then at the end of the match, they gave two stall warnings within the last 26, and he gets a takedown. So, I mean, good on Jacob Warner for continuing to wrestle, but, oh, man, I, I don't know that, that that referee might have had a Hawkeye shirt on underneath his uh, uniform. Yeah, I mean, if uh... – yeah, he looked completely pinned. And then you 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 compare it to some of the other pins that the, that Iowa got, like the um, the Ironman Wilson pin, which oh, listen, yeah. he's up six zero. That match is over, right? But at yeah. the same point, he wasn't he was not and, pinned. And the other really bad one was DeSanto Sullivan. Yes, it was a touch fall. Yes. So I mean, th- those are the kind of things that that uh, fuel the paranoia uh, of of wrestling fans. But in reality, <laughs> it's just three headed in my back for two minutes. Yeah, it was. It was forever. It was a long time, but I mean, then again, you're up six zero, win the match kind of thing. Um, I agree. Cassiope was the obvious uh, Hawkeye that was going to out wrestle his seed. We thought he was the the third best guy um, going into mm-hmm. this. He ends up wrestling really well, getting third. Only lost to Gable. Um, yeah. DeSanto out-wrestled his seed slightly, finishing third, beating Corbin Myers. That was a match we thought he could lose. He gave up the first takedown, but then DeSanto wrestled back. And I thought it was the most fire I'd seen Austin wrestle with this season. I thought he looked the most fired up, most aggressive, hardest pace. Um, They kind of, like, unleashed him, and he wrestled great. Um, Hey, so Marinelli put out that that post that he'll be back next year. Is Kemmer going... Because Kemmer is going to be his seventh year if he comes back. Has he commented yet or no? I I thought he had said before the year or early in the year that he was planning on coming back. Okay. Um, but, you know, think, things can change, obviously. And they've got Patrick Kennedy waiting in the wings at 74 or 65. And I thought of the two, Kemmer or, or Bull, after how he went out, I thought maybe, you know, we're not going to see Bull again. But he said he's going to be back. Ironman said he's going to be back. Santo and Spencer Lee have confirmed they'll be back. Yeah. Uh, Kimmers and Young are just like the only two you're waiting on. Yeah. If Young doesn't come back, that's that could be problematic for them because I don't know who they have. I could absolutely see him not coming back. Yeah. I could yeah, see it, but, but I'm just saying who. Yeah, I don't know. Mr. Kennedy, cut him down. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. Okay, Hawkeye. He didn't even wrestle a match at 65 Hawkeye last year. Report. This is Brody Grothis all over again. Oh, yeah, oh. Brody. But he actually made 41. <laughs> he did. He just wasn't great there. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, hey, Penn State, they did what you said they were going to do, Christian. They won four weights, and they still did not win the tournament. Yeah. Uh, and that was – I was just too deep. They scored points at every weight. Uh, I guess Nelson Brands didn't score that many, but – Probably everybody else in the lineup scored at least a handful of points. Um, Young was round to 12, so he had two wins. Or Muren, Muren, excuse me. Hey, you want to know one thing I hate about the scoring of NCAAs? And I think it's an easy fix. I think I brought this up two – well, no, we were were doing the show together two years ago. And the NCAAs didn't happen last year. Okay, so someone wins their first two matches by decision to make the quarterfinals. Mm -hmm. They lose and they lose. They score two team points. Right. Okay? If someone loses their first match and then they get a pin or an injury default, they score two and a half team points. One of those people made the round of 12. One of those people made the round of 24. What do you really value more? 
bonus points apparently. Apparently, but so that apparently they do. But so it's a really easy fix. All you do is double the advancement points, and you come up with the correct solution. You get two advancement points on the front side, one on the back side, and that way your guys who are making say a round of twelve are going to score some points that contribute to the the team score. Well, bonus points are bonus points no matter where you score them. Correct, which I, which I think is and advancement points are half on the bottom. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so but I'm saying I'm saying double them on both sides, right? So on the front they'd be two, on the back they'd be one, okay. and I think it would I think it would equate to what you value more, um, right? I mean, you can't a kid who makes around twenty four and, and has an injury default or a, you know they're facing someone easy and they get a pin, um, that should not be valued more than someone who makes the round of twelve. It just right. shouldn't. There's no right. way. Um, so yeah, Penn State had a had a. Fantastic performance. Are you ready to apologize to Michael Beard? You know what? Michael Beard, he, he wrestled better than I thought, but he did have the bulldozer that was Rocky Elam clearing the way for some of these 97-pounders because Rocky Elam took everyone out of the damn tournament. Well, he got fifth, Rocky so. Elam took out Eric Schultz. He took out Noah Adams. He took out – who else did he take out? It wasn't Cordell Norfleet. Cordell Norfleet. He took yeah. those three guys out of the tournament. That was a trail Tell of tears. And he went to Sun Victor with Miles Amin. Yeah, he was right there. Yeah, Elon was good. They took those guys out of the bracket, so they yeah. couldn't beat anybody else. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, no, uh, Michael Beard was better than I thought. Uh, uh, I said, you know what? I think I said, I think I said low AA to round of 12 for him is well, what I think I said. You we also should, said he wouldn't qualify yeah, for you, NCAAs. Yeah, you were like not sure he was <laughs> no, going to qualify. No, I did not. You guys are putting words. I absolutely did not say that. You guys said which of Penn State stars is least likely to qualify, given the fact that there were only six at that weight. I said it was him because he was seated six. No, no, he was seated seventh, and I said it was him. That was why I said that. Okay, so you did say it was a question whether he would qualify. You said which of Penn State's guys is least likely to qualify. Yeah. Okay. I actually, well, I actually thought Penn State would qualify all ten at that point in time. Yeah, I did. I did as well. Um, but man, if you're gonna bring up Elam, we gotta bring up the rest of Tiger Style. It was a rough. I did too bad, bro. Listen to this. Listen to it. He's what? got a stack okay. for you. They did. They wrestled hey. under their seats. That's fine. They were overseated. I agree. What well, now? Oh, you oh. now you agree? Eight. I never. Of, I never disagree with that. I was just happy. I'm biased. Eight of ten, eight of ten, uh, wrestled below their seed. Certain was eighteenth round of twenty-four. Schmidt six round of twelve. Hart six round of twelve. Mahler third got fifth. JQ seventh round of sixteen. Mako tenth round of sixteen. Kent ninth round of sixteen. Uh, Zach Elam eleventh round of sixteen. Keegan and Elam the only two to out wrestle yeah. their seed. Shout out Keegan O'Toole. He looked yeah, great. They had, they had a rough rough round of 16. Rough round. They, they had nine guys still alive in the round of 16. This is the thing, though. It's like it. the bad seeds make it look like Missouri wrestled bad, but they were just overseeded all along. So it's like they get set up to kind of get dunked on because the seeds are yeah. so preposterous, and it happens every year. It's like just seed them where they should be, and then they can have a regular tournament, and then we cannot say, "Wow, they massively underachieved." Because I bet, relative like to national rankings, they probably didn't do all that bad. But yeah, because- I mean, really, I thought I thought this year was going to be a really bad year for them because 
before the year. I thought, you know, I thought Keegan and Elam would be redshirting, and therefore those spots would not be quite as good. Um, but they didn't have, you know, if you take, especially if you take Keegan and Elam out, how many guys did they have ranked in the top eight coming into the year? And I think I think Mahler would have been the only one. Um, I mean, Hart was an eight-seven loss to All American, and he was super close. Mm-hmm. Schmidt was super close to All American. So I mean, they get if they get those two guys to win those last matches, they're going to be in the top four, I think, because yeah. the team score is relatively good. Let's see. So they lost to Arizona State by yeah ten ten points. So if those two guys win, they're probably in fourth place. Arizona State and Oklahoma State to me were were huge stories. Yeah, um, they wrestled how, really well. How well they wrestled. I mean, Oklahoma. I don't know which was the bigger surprise. It's, I think it's got to be Oklahoma State in some Oklahoma ways. Oklahoma State for sure. I mean, Sheets placed. He was on the operating table, and they said, "Wait, can you wrestle?" He's like, "Okay," and then he he placed. Yeah, he didn't uh, even qualify for NCAA. No, he didn't qualify. even qualify. And then he get then someone has to drop, and then he gets in and he places. Um, you know, obviously, Mastro did not have a great tournament. Dayton not winning is a surprise. Mastro still beat Ragason though. Yeah, but he did not do bad. Um, yeah. But, you know, you had uh, Gear wrestled out of his nine. Mr. Fast Twitch was the story. I mean, he was a revelation. Uh, yep. I feel like we've been talking about Fast Twitch. Like that was, did, did none of us pick him to win? You had him in the finals. Yes. Um, <laughs> I just... I just couldn't. I mean, I've been picking a mean for a year, so I'm like, well, I'm not gonna back off yeah. that now. Um, you know, he Ferrari is just so. It's funny for how flashy he is as like a persona and personality. His wrestling is like super so solid, big. very ba- very basic. Um, it is athletically reliant. He is insanely flexible. What he can do. I mean, how many times this guy had a single leg like on the dude's shoulder and they they couldn't finish on him he's like yeah he's like a nico but a 197 pounder his reattack double is really really nice and um he's cutting promos left and right he did the fake spike he said he's i don't i didn't like that uh him and gable put up a friendly post these guys listen i'm gonna tell you aj and gable right now if you're going in the wwe business and you pull those shenanigans and you break kayfabe Vince McMahon is going to have your ass. You're going to be fired. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. Um, You know, it had been one thing to have, like, a private, like, uh, you know, squashing, but they're both in on the joke, right? They're both in on it. Let's Uh let's maintain this persona. But, no, they – but it's good. It was was getting – They fired people for that before. Yeah. Well, they're not exactly on the payroll, so – Well, soon enough. You are, are they about to get pre-fired um, from careers they don't even have? That's tough. Um, so yeah, AJ, AJ, the winner. He took out Bonacorsi, who, um, you know, he comes out of that bottom section. And it, it, you know what? Ninety-seven <laughs> for the fact that none of us, I think, really got it right. We kind of nailed it because we said all really? along. That, yeah, we were all I like Schultz winning. Damn it. Well, yeah. Well, you didn't nail it. You didn't nail it, but. The, but the we spiritually nailed it, Ben, because we all said, "Listen, there are umpteen guys in the mix here that can that can make a deep run." That's true. N- yeah. We never wrote off Amin. We never wrote off Ferrari. I don't think we ever wrote off Nino. Um, now Jacob Woodley, out of that, we we ranted and raved about his seed being terrible, but we never wrote off uh, 
you know, guys like Rocky or Schultz or so we said this weight is crazy and a lot of stuff could happen and it sort of played out that way. Um, yeah, I mean Owen Penn's pinning uh, Eric Schultz first round. That's that was very unpredictable. And then Schultz lose getting getting smash burgered by Elam. You know, yeah, not- Elam was on fire on the backside. <laughs> Think about that. God, when I saw you at Adams, I'm like, oh, damn it all. Like we're not gonna score. And they took took out Adams and then Schultz and then Northfleet. It was wild. Yeah, he he was a man on fire. He did great, and then he got revenge against uh, Woodley, who yep. lost him in round one. Um, okay, we're we're really bouncing. Um, Want to get to let's go to the finals then? Make sure yeah, we get that done. Let's go to the finals because finals, guys, it was, it was not 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 the best performance these guys have put on. Not the best finals. I would actually say the most boring finals in a long time. Hampton went to overtime, and a lot of them were one to two point matches. The worst finals I can remember is almost the best finals because, um, or like the most memorable one because Caldwell uh, Metcalf happened. But if you rewatch those finals, that was that was paint was bad. I don't it remember. Nickerson Donahoe was terrible. Um, Jag was Jaggers Mendez that year. No, that was Jaggers uh, Chris Williams, which that was kind of cool because mm-hmm. Jaggers uh, won. Bad. But um, it was just overall not not great, especially in the – and maybe it's just – it soured me because of how boring the beginning was, but um, it, it was not a super memorable finals. But so let's start – they started at 33, which was interesting. And, you know, I almost wonder if they start at 125 because we saw that um, – I'm kind of like not a big momentum guy, but then now what I just saw with uh, – so after Roman beat Dayton – Ollie was like, is this set up that Penn State kind of waterfall effect where they just all get it going? Yeah. And whether that was related to it or not, it happened. They all won. Um, yes. But I think we start with, with the Roman-Dayton match, which I was so close to picking it. I explained exactly why and how Roman would win if he won. One takedown match, hit him on a reattack, riding time would be a factor. But I didn't have the guts to do it, so no, no half victories, half credit the there. Um, so it comes out. There, first of all, there was some terrible no that out of bounds calls in college wrestling have lost their minds. Bracky and I made it a consistent rant throughout conference weekend and this weekend. They're calling stuff out of bounds that's not out of bounds. Dayton Fix was yeah. in on a single leg on the edge, and they just blew it out of bounds when they never went out of bounds. Uh, so that was. Somewhat problematic, and then well, the worst is uh, listen. I was never on you guys' team with the uh, whole stalling. Uh, I'm sorry, step out rule, but the stalling on the edge calls were not good this weekend. They've they never been good, Ben. They've never been good. No, they've never been this bad. Yes, they have. They've been worse. It's n- it's so. never been I good. The they've been wildly worse. inconsistent. I mean, the first year they did them, they were worse. They're absolutely worse. So? They've been worse. Yeah. You should rewatch Mason Paris Sam Stoll from uh, 2018. Then he gets stalled out. They they both were just the same. The same thing kept happening, like underhook or they were just trading. They were just trading stall calls, and the exact thing was happening. It's a terrible rule. It's it's time for the step out. Um, You know what would be the the out of bounds? Ben, just explain to me in what sport in what sport should out of going out of bounds be rewarded? In what sport? And why? And why in wrestling should you be rewarded for going out of bounds? What do you mean by rewarded? You you can't get scored on. You're rewarded. 
You can't. Get, you cannot get scored on out of it. You can drop. I mean, watch. Watch the Hidley Brooks. Hidley is on the edge on his knees. Where literally, if you take a shot or if you try to run behind, yeah. you will not be able to finish in bounds. Yeah. It's well, totally... I actually think that Brooks one was a little worse. Brooks that last sequence, he like. You know, they don't do the fleeing the mat call anymore, but that was freaking fleeing the mat. Well, he grabbed I mean, the mat. He grabbed the mat and pulled himself off of it. Yeah, yeah. And even still, there's a there's – a, and what I don't understand with the takedown there is like does the rear standing apply there? Rear standing, no reaction time. Does that apply? Um, yeah. So I, I – not We can get into that match, but uh, th- that match should not have been that close because if they make Trent Hidley stay in the center and wrestle – I think Brooks wins a lot more handily. Um, yeah. But there's there's a lot of chasing that. But let's go back to 33 because it's a scoreless first period with Dayton and Roman. Um, yep. And both, I think, and had listen, an opportunity to score. Some of us didn't score. see this because they had the freaking NIT basketball tournament on, and I had to scramble to go find a computer to get ESPN Plus up. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, you didn't realize that, that, was, that they, they didn't play the wrestling on ESPN? They didn't miss a second. All you had to ours. do was go to ESPN News for like five minutes. I went to my mom's house and uh, you went, you went to a different I, I house. What? You yeah. panicked and left the house because the basketball. No, was no, on? I was going to my mom's house to watch the finals anyway. They wanted oh, okay, to watch okay, it okay. together, and uh, yeah, so I went over there and then you know I was like, this is weird. Why isn't it happening yet? This is strange. And then, sure enough, there you go. Got a pop, find a computer, pop up ESPN Plus. My gosh, that's crazy. So. Um, Roman goes into the second period and he freaking rides out Dayton Fix. He's got the classic Penn State ankle trap ride and Dayton could not People were pissed about out. the ankle trap ride. People people on the Twitter comments, they want that stuff being called stalling. Yeah, they hate it. and I don't yeah. love it. I don't love it, don't... but here's the thing. Why do you have riding time if you don't want people to ride? Yeah. Get rid of riding time. What's the again, point of riding time? Home. If I go back to, if you just called stalling when people were stalling and didn't need all these little niche calls, if you were just, just call it. If they're stalling, they're stalling. It's it will simple. never, ever happen. That's just like, I don't know what that's like My asking for. World, yeah, it's totally La La Land Fantasy World. They're not going to call it. They're going to let it go, especially in the NCAA finals. Um, well, I say that, but then they hit Roman three times for stalling, which I, I, I thought mean, you was... You wouldn't need the leg grab rule. You wouldn't need... The rear standing rule, which is being gamed ridiculously. Roman was stalling, though. I was actually surprised he only got called for stalling once in the second period. I was surprised he got called twice in the third period, but I could have seen him getting called twice in the second period for sure because he did nothing the whole period. Yeah. You know what else I don't like in, in terms of top wrestling is like like AJ kind of does this a little bit, and I don't blame any of them that implement well, he it. He stalled the top, too. You. All they do is make it a leg attack finishing contest. We had a few questions about that. They're stand. I mean, and the thing yeah, is, the no. count on the count only starts if you're on the mat with a single. So basically, you can just like drop down, get on a double leg, single leg. There's 12 seconds. You just ate up because, and there's no one trying to turn That's anyone. Go to he goes double thigh pry and then he switches down to there and then brings it up. Yeah, and that's not, but. I don't get mad at the wrestler because that's you have riding time. You said riding time's important. Let's have riding time. Well, they're riding. They're not letting the guy get away. So until you make some changes there, I don't think you can get mad at Roman for trapping the angle. It's you just, can't get just mad. Just call stalling. If the top guy, I mean, the rule literally says 
the top guy needs to try to turn. It does mm-hmm. not say he needs to try to stay on top. It says he needs to try to turn. And if he's not doing so, then that's stalling, and we should just call it. Yeah. Um, I, w- I wouldn't be mad at it uh, if And if, if they, they start calling stalling more aggressively, then people would cut them. I mean, it's kind of what happens in rear standing because in rear standing that people realize they're going to give up a point, so they just let people go. If we called stalling more aggressively on top, that's what would happen. People would just let people go because they don't want to get called for stalling. And then they would just run out of bounds and not get taken down. And I give up. Oh, the calls. word. The, my least favorite non-stall call is when the top guy drives the bottom guy out of bounds. That is like the worst stalling ever, and the refs refuse to call. I don't think I saw it called once. No, they're not gonna call it. It's so annoying. It's yeah. so incredibly annoying. Okay, so back to Dayton Roman. Um, second period, he rides him out completely, and I could tell like there was maybe thirty or forty-five seconds left, and Dayton tried super risky roll and almost got caught on his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I was like, he's getting Curry. ridden out. He's getting ridden out here because he is he's taking risks that you would not normally take if you didn't think you were going to get ridden that out. That was almost two swipes. Yes, it, it was, very nearly. And then third period, um, Roman went under and got away, kind of, no, and well, not no, even I no problem. He got cut. Yeah, he just said cool. yeah. yes, which sort of surprised me because I thought, Maybe Dayton pushes for the, yeah. Got now, was Roman warned in that? Um, he was warned once in the second period, and then he was warned twice in the third period. Right. So they, they got tied up to send it overtime on stall calls, um, but no mm-hmm. takedowns at this point. It was 2-2, I guess, going into, yes, yeah. it was 2-2 going mm-hmm. into sudden victory. Yeah. Dayton and, had two stall calls, and Roman had escape and ride time. And then Dayton uh, fires off an attack, and... You know, it was both guys were pretty reluctant to attack the legs. Dayton not firing off many attacks, um, which is kind of a, a thing where I've, you know, if there's a critique to be found with Dayton, it's like not a, against the best guys, doesn't have that consistent go to. And yeah. similarly, similar pressure, though. He, he relies on someone making mistakes from, from his pressure to, and that's the same thing why he almost never gets taken against Soriano because Soriano doesn't crack under the pressure. And, RBY kept his composure and didn't make a bad mistake either. Right, and I think that was that was why I thought the match could be close because I think they're similar in that way. Whereas Roman mm-hmm. wants to capitalize on a mistake, yep. and Dayton wants to capitalize on a mistake. And the difference was, I think Dayton felt pressured into taking an errant shot he wouldn't normally take because he did not want to go into tiebreakers, um, yeah. and that caused him to take an attack. And Roman gets the. The reattack for two, and his face afterwards was just like, "I did it!" Like it was almost like disbelief. Yeah. Him and Nick Lee both after they get those takedowns is very kind of genuine moments. And mm-hmm. um, at that point, it was it was Penn State's party, right? They they kind of it was Iowa's moment, but Penn State they stole the show in the finals. Like a crappy moment to have your moment because I it's Iowa's first. Um, title in 11 years but it was almost like not to be celebrated i don't know is that the right you know what i'm saying like they lose mm-hmm. ironman in the finals they lose camera in the finals spencer's got the knee injuries like there just wasn't much to celebrate they're actually kind of lucky they got that placement the way the finals were because if they would have started at 125 like they do often i mean then you're kind of left with those two Finals losses with bad taste in your mouth. So they're kind of lucky that it came around and they at least got to end on the win. Yeah. 
Maybe it's different if Spencer starts it out. Yes. And just goes out there and wins. Spencer said well, afterwards, he was like, I'm used to, he's like, my job is to start things off. I'm used to being first. I want to go first. Um, but it wasn't such a dominant performance where you get jacked up, you know. It was. Uh, uh, but I don't but know. for you, them, you they, win, know, they you, know he has two torn ACLs. Yeah, and just, you win yeah. 7-0 and give up no points. Yeah. With no ACLs. Yeah, with, with no ACLs, I think that gets them. You give up as many points as you have ACLs. I think you. I think uh, you're feeling <laughs> and and like you see your teammate win a national title. You're like, all right, like I'm, let's I'm go. Doing. I'm joining him. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're, you you wrestle a little more loose. Like, I mean, I thought Ironman and Kim were both wrestled really tight. I thought I thought Ironman was more. I thought I thought Kimmer was the biggest departure from himself uh, from the Big Tens. Um, you look at the attack rate, it just wasn't there. There was mm-hmm. a scramble in that where it looked like Kimmer had it and should have scored, and he didn't. I thought that was Which a key one? moment. Did we bring that clip up? I don't remember. I thought we yeah. were some clips up I don't. There. Well, we have a bunch of clips in there. We just didn't call it. We needed to call for him. Um, yeah. yeah, we should call. We should see. Uh, if, let me yeah, see if we have I'm, that I'm one. I'm trying to remember what scramble you're talking about, and I'm blanking on it. I'll send it to you. But it was it was very close, and he didn't get it there. And then you felt like at that point, it was very clear he was wrestling Carter's match, right? Yeah. He did not wrestle his match in the first time. In the second time, what we said this about Carter all for, you know, coming into this year and beyond. It's like he's going to try to slow it down. He wants to get the takedown. Yeah. Maybe he'll ride you, and that's what he's going to do. And they wrestled his match, and that that will bite you. That will bite you. Yeah. Kimmer needed to make it about. Offense, offense, offense. Get it. Win the scrambles, multiple exchanges. See what happens. And he did not wrestle that way, and it it cost him big time. Um, and it was a very it was surprising. Um, and then with Ironman, I don't know what to think. Uh, he, I mean, don't you think Ironman versus Nick Lee is going to be close almost every time? For sure. That's yes, kind of how I feel about it. I feel it's like. At least at this point in their careers, it's like a 50-50-ish type match where they're they're going to go back and forth. Um, that's just, yeah, I, I don't feel like they're ever going to be that spread out. I agree. I'm going to send you the... Um... I'm gonna send you the link here, Ben. You can at least okay. have it pulled up. But there was a definite moment when um, I felt like he should have scored and didn't. And he couldn't ride him and... You know the takedown was just real smooth from Carter, and he got it done. And and then at that point, the you know the the party was on, and even the the final exchange in Nick Lee Ironman. I mean, Lee hits a post that's so simple, like he's all the way behind Ironman, and Ironman has to like engage with that overhook, and it was just an easy inside trip. And Nick Lee has always been super underrated up top. He's been bombing dudes upper body for years and i don't know if it's Isn't a little... it all penn state though because i feel like all penn state has a good like overhook inside trip step around mm-hmm. series and they don't get really any credit for it that's fair yeah that's true i mean we saw it with uh chenzo mark hall Bo. mark was always uh, mark and Bo were always good upper upper body they had that in high school for sure um and, and yeah so did nick lee nick lee i remember he bombed Kenan's store i think in uh, a big Fargo match, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, which there's there's always a chance that no, I'm he not. did. Um, so yeah, that was uh, 33 and 41. It was Nick Lee's day. 
there. Ooh, yeah, this, oh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot about this. This actually, um, so, oh, oh, right here, where he steps around the leg, like, that's almost takedown. Max, Max, my brother does that, and he's so annoying there. And he calls it the possum because he baits the people to step over the leg, and then he sits up and into them. Mm-hmm. It's a really annoying position. Do you think but he I baited don't, him? I don't use it. Did he bait him, or did it, did Kimmer just not finish? Well, it's one of the situations the where it's like you don't really you, you could your other choice is to like straighten your body completely, you know, where they're you're kind of on your stomach and they can't step over there. Uh, but I feel so here. I mean, I'm not in Star Staroki Carter's Carter's <laughs> but it feels like as though his hips were turned into him to allow him to step over. I could be wrong. I know that's what Max does. Maybe that's why I'm thinking that. Yeah. Well, we um. Did you just right almost call him Starter Karaki? Starter Karaki. <laughs> That's a great name. Starter. Okay. Now we should hey, watch this. Watch this clip, though. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll show you. I'll yeah. Show you play. Play it, Tyler. It's fine. So it's the shot. Um. Okay. So right here. Stop right oh. there. Oh. Whoa. Oh. What the? Oh, we got added. Hold on. Oh, it's beautiful. Fun. Okay. So freeze. Um, okay, right. So right here, he could like kind of go. One his, his one option would be. Oh, what happened? We rewound. There we go. Okay, one more time. On. So to pause when I say pause, Tyler, please keep going. A little more, a little more. So right here, freeze. He could like shoot his body straight, and that would prevent someone from going behind you. You know, if you really like straighten your body out. Mm -hmm. Um, and your other option, watch as he kind of turns his hips in just a, a tiny bit here. So keep playing. Okay, so right here, he, see, he turns his hips into him there mm -hmm. and lets him step over, and now he's going to sit up into him there. That's crazy. Yeah, and he almost slipped the boot in there. What? Carter, all, or excuse me, Michael almost put the leg in. Like, yeah. He ends yeah. up. So, and then, because sometimes when they go deep, you actually go your, your butt over to the other side, uh, you know, which is where he didn't, he never got to That's that good, point. Tom. Why yeah. couldn't he nearside cradle him there? Um, when, he's, he, when he, he turns he, in, so you can try, you can try, but like Max is, is aware enough of that too. just cause you don't need to straighten out too much to not get cradled. You just need to straighten out just enough, you know, um, because the guy, because where their leg is, they're not in great position to cradle. Mm -hmm. So you, you do have to be aware of it, but you only have to straighten out a little bit. You don't straighten out a lot. That makes right. sense. Right. Which I'm sure Carter in the room he's in, I'm sure he's aware of in the inside cradle coming in there. I, I would guess. Yes. So, 149 was, you know, we were go going into that finals match. JD was working on his betting lines. He's like, he was showing me what he had for O'Connor Sasso. And I was like, this, this should be the most coin flip match you can, you can put in there. So, for whatever odds you want to put in for a coin flip, that's what it should be. I think this is a pick em. I think it's as close a, a final as we'll have. And... It felt like that was that was about right. O'Connor got yeah. the Merkel takedown, which apparently you don't even like, Ben. I um, hate the Merkel takedown. Yeah. Why? Uh, okay, well, I have multiple reasons. You ready for them? Number one, in youth wrestling, I have seen three elbows get blown out last year. There was another one this year. I wasn't on the map, but one of my kids actually did to another kid. And then and they're like, oh, I see why that rule. We don't, we don't let them do that move in our room because the, the elbow goes and it goes backwards. That's I have reason. no, I have no idea how that happens. I yeah, I'm kind of confused on he's, how he's, he's breaking kid, elbows. He, he's explained to me so many times. Uh huh. The guy gets there. The kid goes down like this and puts his hands on. Uh oh. 
Oh, boy. Uh, he hit the, he the desk too right hard. It pops it. <laughs> okay. Gross. You don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. It's not good. Um, but anyways, either way, it's not really control. I mean, it's not it's not takedown on freestyle. It's not, you're not even close to a takedown on freestyle if you're there. I hate it. I would say I actually like in freestyle. I don't love the how you have to be all the way behind the hips, but I also do like where if the you're over that leg, that it's never a takedown. Yeah. You know so yes, I do. Um, I I mean I think I like the Merkel in that it's a good position to where you can get into a scoring position, uh, but. Um, you can go ahead and play the yeah, clip, Tyler. Yeah, uh, it's not. No. Um, but I think the the main thing in this one is the the final call there, the in Sasso O'Connor. What do you say? Man, I don't know. I said no too. I I I do too because I don't know why. This is not like rule book checking. There's something about how he had the foot mm-hmm. and yeah, that the knee. And that the knee, I mean, he definitely had the one leg, and then he definitely had the far foot. But it was something about the fact that O'Connor's knee was still up and into him. It's just, I don't know why. It just well, didn't seem like so to me. I don't know what the rule book said. I didn't read it. But if, if the rule book says you need control of both legs, I would not say he had control of the second leg. He I was, was going to say the same. The second leg. Mm-hmm. He grabbed the second leg, but there was no control of the second leg. That's a good point. Um, that's a good way to think about it, because I was uh, I, I didn't really know how to I couldn't really express I, I think that's it. What the says. Um, here, I'll, I'll it's s- kind of like when your friends are helping you move, and then you got the one friend who's not doing anything, and his hands are just like under the dresser, <laughs> and he's not really controlling it in any sort of way, but he's grabbing it, you know. So that's how I would liken it too. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Here we all go. right, here. This is so head towards the yeah. Should be the end of the third, towards the end, if we can get there. Or we can just watch it. We'll just mm-hmm. watch them. Yeah. Watch the whole match. So it's 3-1 here for... Um, hey, I saw just, a question if Austin O'Connor's related to Post Malone. I actually, someone else <laughs> said that to me, totally independent of that. So I've, Sasso just dives under, somehow gets his hand locked, somehow pulls himself up to head outside. Um, you want that takedown, baby. I loved how aggressive he was here. He was she fired up. Early. But then, okay, freeze right here. There. Uh, no, no. Just back there. a little one bit. One second back. One second yeah. back. Just yeah, let I it would go. Say not take down. Go. Right there, freeze. I don't know why. I just don't think that's two. Well, it's not control. There's no control. Because you're touching his foot does not mean you have control of his leg. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, that's- I mean, obviously, you, you understand why. Um, Ohio State challenge, but that to me is not a takedown in in wrestling, um, and yes. it's not it is not the Jo Steber position. I just don't think no, it is. He had, he had both legs, both legs completely under. It's it's different, and at the time that was not technically too. That's why they had to make it a. Did you see that one Twitter exchange? Uh, can you elaborate? There's, oh, there's well, it's about the Steve, uh, the jail rule. I'm oh. blanking on who it was with them. Someone said, um, oh, what was it now? Someone said, and then the, the person came back and said, J.O. said not takedown or something. And then he said, no, that's a takedown. And it's literally because of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of your takedown. Right. You know but, um, 
Yeah, I did well, see that. Of course, Jordan is going to say it's not a takedown when he's training at North Carolina with O'Connor. Yeah. And then someone said, well, that's a takedown. It's explicitly a takedown because of what happened in your match. <laughs> right. That, that is the explicit reason people think that it could be interpreted as a takedown. But I think the the way the rule is, the way I've seen it called, I think that's no two. And I it's, no two. it's razor close. Um, and congrats to O'Connor, who finishes a, an undefeated season. He looked great all year long, gets it done against a – Really tough Sammy Sasso, and I hope we can see them them wrestle again. And um, yeah, I don't know what else there's to say about 49 other than yeah, 49 kind of was I don't know a little bit boring to me this year. Do we Yaya get Yanni back in the next year? Oh yeah, yeah, Thomas. I called it fourth. Give me some give me some credit on that one. I called it fourth place from 25th seed, and he took third. He freaking was on fire. And like the thing was, it wasn't like he was. Well, first of all. Shout out Yaya Thomas. Second of all, Yaya Thomas's dad has to eat his hat because mm-hmm. I Bryce, think Bryce I think it. we should absolve him maybe about What's up with his hat? From Yaya's After Yaya's uh you don't awesome know about the performance. Hat? Well, he wears a he wears a hat. I don't know why he wears a hat, but um Yeah, what's up with the hat? It's a cool hat. No. It's a cool hat. You don't know that about the hat eating bet, Ben? I do not know about this either. No. Okay. So, after um we said that Andonian could be uh, store in the second round, Yaya's dad said, if Antonio beats Store, I will eat my hat. Well, he beat him. <laughs> but then, his son got third. He's also, 25. Ben, he's also in the chat right now saying, you predicted him to take third, not fourth. Yeah. No, oh, he said did fourth. I go back to Doc? They, dude, you guys need to give me a pay raise for being like the Oracle over here. Ben, Guys, you'll get you the same terrible. credit for you that. Andrew Siniglia. Yeah. yeah, you get the same Andrew credit for that Zaniglia. as the blame you get for Siniglia. You cut it out. Oh, you cut it out. You know, the pressure, I don't want to be mean to him. He kind of stinks. Why'd you guys let me pick him? That was terrible. Let you? <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> we tried let to you. tell you to stop. And Ben, also, you're not a freaking oracle. We both had way more All-Americans than you in the predictions. Yeah, well, just because I want to go out on a limb and you guys are being, yo, oh, 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 we're going to pick one three. No, we're trying to be correct. Well, we're going right. to be accurate. No. <laughs> hey, I Patrick McKee from like the 19 or whatever also. You did. You did. Hey, I was wondering, can we get a stat guy to see if there was more low seeds making All-Americans this year than other years because of bad seeding or something? Because I feel like maybe not every way, but like 125, there was like four guys under 12 seed. Heavyweight, there was freaking uh, – Trent was like a 19, and then um, what's the guy from Ohio State? He was like a 21. Orndorf. Yeah. I think um – you know, with 25, I feel like this was a weight coming in. We were like, it's Spencer, and then there's a lot of dudes that are like, maybe not that different. We, uh, Our ACC guys did not ball out, as we uh, maybe thought. Um, Latona getting six, and Camacho not placing, losing to that was Killian, Killian Cardinal, who looked. He's good. He's just good. Yeah. He's really He's good. good. I didn't know he was that good. I think even Steve didn't know so he was why, quite that why good. Why did his results not reflect that? What's his deal, Kyle? Injured, right? He had a hurt. Yeah, he had a hurt shoulder, and I think at the beginning of the year was struggling to figure out how to exactly wrestle through that. So he had a kind of a slow start. He lost to Nafi and Ferry, but then as the season went on, I think he picked up some confidence and was really figuring things out. And man, from Big Twelves on, he had that. He lost to Vega, but then. He beat Vega at Big 12s and then was just on fire in NCAAs. 
good. Yeah, I wonder if the because he only beat Cody Russell seven six. Did he get some more confidence just taking down Spencer Lee twice? And was like, oh my gosh, I just did that. And even though it was like for different reasons, it didn't matter what the reasons were. He just kind of believed yeah. a little bit more. Um, yeah, because what he was a low seed, Barnett was a low seed, Patrick McKee was a low seed. McKee went all the way back to third place from like the, I don't know eighteen or something. He was the fifteen, and yeah. yes, he was on fire. He won the Gorian, I believe. He uh, he just looked. He looked fantastic. You did think he was going to lose to Noah Certain in round one, and then he. Uh, I thought I did take him to all Americans. He, and he and almost on the Noah Certain match. He was down six zero one in the third period. I know, and then he like majored him right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 15, 15 to eight. Fifteen to eight. It was so the entire tournament was so Pat McKee, except he needed to lose to one rando at some point, which he did not do. Yeah, but he other was down than that, six zero to Noah Certain going into the third period, I believe. He is. I, I mean, mean, he <laughs> what a savage. He went from losing to Dylan Chauver in the first round of Big Tens to being ranked third in the country. Yes. So crazy. Well, Barnett didn't place the Big Tens, and he all American. Yeah. Yep. Tier tier two now, guys. Tier Spencer's tier one. Barnett's tier two. He's, he's tier he's two. Tier two. Yeah. Undeniable. Yeah. Oh, You're will right. you guys kick him out next year when uh, Glory and Vito come back? Will you kick him out of tier two? We might have to. We might need to make a tier three because I don't think he's in that tier two. Tier two, do you? Uh, man, I've been so impressed with Vito Arugia. I haven't seen as much of Patrick Glory. I don't know. He hasn't been competing at all. Patrick Glory kind of went went wild on Twitter. Oh yeah, he did. Did you see this? What happened? Uh. Uh-uh. He was just like. He started saying how NCAA is stupid with no IVs and all that stuff. He's like the brackets are an embarrassment. Yeah, he said the bracket. He said like 125 was an embarrassment, I think. And then, um, someone was like, "Yeah, like you don't want Spen- You wouldn't want Spencer." Everyone anyways. just was like, "At Spencer, at Spencer, yeah. at Spencer." And then he said something about how Spencer. Du- and he's like, "Well, this had nothing to do with Spencer Lee, but if you want to go there, he ducked me twice." Ooh, <laughs> fire. <laughs> um. But he hasn't been in the streets at all. I mean, Vito Rouge is out here wrestling everybody. Page of Glory, I haven't seen him. He's hiding in Princeton or something. Um, hey, I'm totally off topic, but, you know, I, 197 is really good. There's a lot of guys. And we get Brucky and Darmstadt back next year. 197 Ooh. might be my favorite weight class going into next year. Yes. That's, was Brucky so in the good. portal? Did I misremember? Ooh. He's going to Michigan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So is Miles Mean not going to use another year, or is he going to go down next year after the Olympics? He'll probably go down, huh? I don't know if he's he'll not be back. I don't know. I don't know if he'll be back. How many of these guys are going to come back? Rocky's I mean, already announced he's going to Michigan next season. And he was taken this year. Even before the Ivy said that they weren't yeah. going to compete, he said, I'm taking this year. I'm, he needed surgeries. I'm getting my surgeries. I'm getting right. I'm going to Michigan. Yeah, he definitely ain't going to 84. I know that much. Yeah. Um, well, he's huge. Big big man. Uh, I think Earl Woods is going to end up in Michigan, too. I've been calling that one. That makes sense. I think Griffith to Penn State makes a lot of sense, too. Um, just the the need, et cetera, et cetera. Um, maybe he won't, but it's my thought. I know Penn State's on his list. Shane Griffith has the well, list, and, and Penn State's on it. That's the only one I Rutgers. know. He's on their list. I don't know. Because mm. Rutgers would make sense now because they got All-Americans at 74 and 84. Uh, Jackson Turley, he was like a 25 or 26 seed All-American. He was apparently a backup until a couple weeks before. Um, it was the first time Rutgers had three All-Americans. 
But who's the third one? <laughs> Excuse me. 7484. Rivera. True freshman Posnanski, oh, no, who was almost in the dang finals. Posnanski, he was a revelation too. The Paz. The Paz for real. Posnanski beat Parker. I remember I was so annoyed because Posnanski beat Parker at UWW's in November. And I'm like, who's Parker? Who's his bum Posnanski? But then, <laughs> he's really good. Yeah, he did beat Parker beat him for third, I think. 5-4, yep. Great, great opening tournaments for uh, Parker and, and Keegan, man. They were awesome. Absolutely. So Keegan was right there in the Wenzel match. I think he's just – he needs to get a little bigger, a little stronger. He's just not yeah. quite a full 65 yet. You can tell yeah. he's got the frame to get bigger and stronger. And he's not weak. It's just like a couple positions he can kind of get run behind in. Um, you got you got you can't never play in your opponent's wheelhouse. I, that's what I told him after the match. It's like Wenzel's really, really good there. Go to a yep. head inside single. Go to something else. Don't keep freaking going to the same position when he's really, really good there. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I was impressed. Kekheisen, he looked good. He beat Bolin, which we knew was going to be a tough match for him. And then uh, Britt Wilson, who was awesome this tournament. He he like, came out. I didn't realize he's from Mexico, Missouri. Zoo missed on him, huh? Yeah, they could have. It ticks me off that there's a place called Mexico, Missouri. Yeah. Why? <laughs> That's stupid. Why is, it, why is it Mexico, Missouri? I'm pretty sure there's a Mexico, New York, and I know there's like a Peru, New York. Well, there's a there's a Moscow, they, Virginia. Yeah, in Mexico, they'd say Mexico, Missouri. Missouri. It's one of them. It's one of them, yeah. Um, it was formerly known as New Mexico? No, there's a state called New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So a Mexican on the podium, uh, Britt Wilson. Yeah. Um, hey, we got to go wait, fifty. We go back to fifty-seven. How about Ryan Deacon? I don't know. Maybe he got Corona or something. He did not wrestle very well. That that match in the quarters, Frantic all but shut him down to like two seconds left. That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, you could tell it wasn't the same Deacon, and then he got pinned in a half by Jesse Delavecchia, who we all universally underrated uh maybe especially me probably especially me but i I, had, so. I kinda i had bergy um um going on a run there which he did beat caleb young but then he got hurt against delavecchia and we never saw it again there's the pin of uh delavecchia against i mean how smooth is this transition to over the top way he's so good from this position yeah watching the rider coaches go crazy was awesome yeah after he pinned them. It, it, was, it was a cool Riders moment they did a good job they got a lot of scrappy dudes Whoop! right there and that's just oh buried frozen him. pop classic long island top wrestling right there you people. know what's a you know what's a sure pin when the ref's just like looking at it and he goes yeah <laughs> he does the slow um, hey and then so they protested this from the and we must not have had it on here, but I don't know why that is illegal. Anyways, the double um, what do they call it? Thank you. Yes. That, that why is it illegal? I've never seen anyone get hurt there. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm sure someone probably did get yeah, hurt. Yeah, it's probably rough on the knees there. Probably well, it can be dangerous of... when guys like jump into it. Yeah. But, like that right there was fine. Well, have but... you ever seen anyone get hurt, Kyle? Because I cannot think of a time. I can't recall a time where I've seen it, but. I also haven't seen anybody get their elbow snapped in a Merkel. And yeah, I haven't, yeah a I haven't either. That's affecting you guys know wrestling. You guys, well, here's the problem is you guys aren't watching enough low-level wrestling. It doesn't oh. happen at the collegiate level because people understand positioning and all that stuff. 
Listen, I coached for a long time, and I'll tell you what, I'm not a great coach. I've seen some pretty low-level wrestling. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you right. The the youth wrestling in Wisconsin and the, the high school wrestling in Shenandoah Valley, I bet they're close cousins. Okay. okay. They're, they're From related. what I saw in those semis. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Ollie, don't even bring that. I'm not going to – I don't want to name names, but Ben, we'll show you a clip after this uh, from a state semifinal in the heavyweight division of, like, what was it, like their Virgin- 15A? They Virginia. Got a, yeah, they have a lot of divisions there. It was 2A. So, it was 2A. It was a tough scene. Uh, so, right. um, okay. David Carr wins it. Beast. Uh, Total beast. I see him beating Hayden Heidley, but he did it fairly convincingly. I did ultimately predict that. I, I crossed really? it out a couple times, but I did write David Carr. So, uh, Carr's up for the Hodge. He's one of the finalists. And Iowa State just put out some stats. 60-1 to 1 takedown differential this year. Oh, my gosh. He wasn't taken yeah, down all down. year long. Oh, wait, oh, six, 62 oh, one. Okay, I saw that I zero. was kind of embarrassed when I was looking at these Hodge winners, uh, the Hodge contenders. They don't have enough pins. They need they need to get better. They need to pin people. One of them had zero pins. I don't recall who it was. You need to pin some. Oh, it was Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. Listen, man. He's not really Just a turner. Put shoulders down. It ain't that hard. Just roll him over. <laughs> Just roll him over, dude. Yeah. He, he does not. He's not a. He's amazing on his feet, but he's not a not a big turner. But he didn't need to be. He's national champ. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you want to talk, Hodge? Well, we got it. We are rolling on 165. We got to get through the rest of these weight classes. Griffith, um, he was just the man in this one. It was a pr- pretty dominant win over over Wenzel. He looked great. Um, he was the clear best guy. It was. It was so. I don't know if those losers at Stanford even squirmed seeing that, but man, they it's had to feel. They had to feel a little bit of heat that, you know, they're on national television. Everyone is just roasting them you've got this guy and they don't care and uh, i was surprised espn even kind of roasted him a little bit because usually espn is very political in that sense and you know stanford's one of the larger athletic departments in in the united states and the largest endowment which makes money is hilarious that they don't have enough of it apparently um even espn kind of roasted him a little bit oh they were they were roasting him pretty hard um I highly suggest everyone go watch um, the Bader Show interview with Coach Borelli yesterday. He goes really in-depth about, first of all, all the struggles Stanford had to get through just to have a season. They were in, like, the most highly restrictive county in the country. Um, He even mentioned, look at this, uh, just a quick little side note. While the athletes were getting tested every day by the NCAA to meet Stanford's protocols, they had to go to the hospital and get PCR test. Oh my Wait, god! So like, why? I don't. I don't know. It's just part of Stanford's protocols. So in between rounds on Friday, testing? yeah. So just to meet Stanford's, because they were doing, the, I think the antigen uh, like instant testing with NCAA. So to meet Stanford's protocols on Friday, they had to go and uh, do PCR testing at oh, a hospital. Oh, you're talking about NCAs. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. But he goes really in depth nah. about conversations they're having with the AD, the people involved, and um, it's really eye-opening stuff. It sounds was a like, really good interview. Yeah, sounds like not a lot of conversations. They're just like they literally told Borelli, "Stop talking to us. You're just a distraction. We're focusing." They on said our- the eleven sports they're cutting are a distraction, and they're focusing on the twenty-five that they're going forward with. Damn, frauds. That's, yeah. 
Um, but congrats to Griffith. He won the OW, um, which is cool as well. 174. We talked about this one pretty extensively. It was uh, the one takedown match, and it was Carter Storaki's match. Storaci. It is Storaci. Um, Storaci. It was his match, and that's how you would want it to play out. And anytime you get someone, just like you were saying with Keegan wrestling Wenzel's match, when you go and you say, okay, I'm going to wrestle your thing, it can go yeah. the wrong way. Even if you're better, and Kimmer was better all year, but it didn't matter. It was All season, he got guys to wrestle his match. We talked about it the whole time. Massa, Romero, yeah. Labriola. Mm-hmm. And if they fell for it, he did good. Yeah. And he got it done yeah. here. Um, so one of the things I was thinking about these Penn State guys, and I know um, – People are, well, I I did say they could win all four. I definitely did not pick them to win all four. But they are, um, you know, if you think about the old Penn State crew, there is a lot of scoring. Uh, RBY won in overtime. Nick Lee won in overtime. Strachey won in overtime. Strachey won in overtime. And Brooks won a one-takedown match. Yes. Like, that's such a, uh, so different from what that last crew was. Yeah. Um. You what know, you gotta do, you gotta do what you gotta do to win matches. So it's not like I'm saying they're bad or anything. I'm just saying I'm just stating a difference that I saw. It is a difference. Um, and there's that double leg finish. And man, Kimmer almost kind of threw that wizard. It was close. It, it seemed like he might be able to get his hips away, but uh, Starachi did it, man. What a what a moment for him. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so that was 74. I don't know what else there's to say. I mean, there's there's a lot of five-time talk between him and A.J. Ferrari. Ferrari. I think it'll be tough for both of them. Uh, if Ferrari goes up and Gable comes back, just forget it. Really I don't think he can beat Gable. Um, but you never know. He's he's pretty fantastic. Starachi, maybe. But, man, that's a lot, of, that's a lot to do. And if you, a lot. He's going to get better, and he's going to start to widen the gap his freshman year. Yeah. But I don't think he's ever going to be a, a a Zane or a Taylor guy that's just, you know, you're six points better. So anytime yeah. you're in, if that's your game and it's a one-to-two takedown match, it can go the other way. Um, yep, but he's sure. he's also on Penn State. Uh, 84, some numbers here. I thought this, I thought this oh. was officiated poorly uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, Trent Hidley stepped out um, so many times and stayed out of bounds so many times. Um, well, you said numbers. I thought you were going to tell me like 17 or something. So Trent Hidley stepped <laughs> out at 246 on the – so third period. Um, from the 246 to 237 point, he stood out of bounds. From 208 to 146, it got stalemated. Uh, none of these got stall calls. Um, at 105, Brooks stepped out off his own shot. At 55 um, – Highly stepped out and stood out of bounds till 48, and there's another stalemate. Um, first period ended with Highly's heels out of bounds for about 10 seconds. In the second period, Highly was out from 48 seconds to 43 seconds. In the third period, he was out from 148 to 127. Aunt Brooks shot him off the mat for a restart. At 47 mm-hmm. seconds to 37 seconds, he was stood out of bounds. Trent Highly was another stalemate. And then Brooks went out of bounds with 22 seconds, uh, defending a shot. Um, and then that that prompted the the grab of the mat, which you know there are some things that, that in these reviews they'll just turn an eye. 
right? They'll just say, I'm not going to call an NCAA champion off of this. They yeah. said it w in the fix Soriano. They said, we're not calling the headgear pool. Um, and they said they, here with this one, they're like, we're not going to call a Matt pool and, and make this guy the champion. Now, what is interesting is how close this was to the, a takedown. And I'll tell you when to freeze it. Right. Yeah, well, we freeze real quick. I go still want to end with me first. Okay. Yeah, oh, go. man. Why don't the this is not Trent Hadley. This is so many cuts. Why don't they pull it back a little further? You have 23 seconds. Pull it back to the freaking center of the mat. Give yourself some space. Don't pull once and then dive on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he felt the – so watch Brooks' left hand, right. There's yeah, a tug of room. Now. He tugged. Now, right there, that's – see, here's what I don't understand. And this is what happened with the Nolf mm -hmm. Hidley takedown is they said it wasn't rear standing because it started on the mat or it started on a single leg. It was so, a weird. Yeah, I think, Christian, they define rear standing as like you have to be rear standing prior to them coming down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what is so stupid about that? Well, it just from a, from a rule standpoint, is like you can get to the exact same position. But in one scenario, it's a takedown, but in another, it's not. Yeah. But the, there's no difference. It's like the same amount of control. So it either needs to not be a takedown or it needs to be reaction time, or that position needs to be two because you're just adding yeah. unnecessary nuance, and you can't say that one is a takedown and one's not when it's the exact same position. Um, so this whole officiate, this match was just not officiated well. Um you let you let a guy be out of bounds a ton. You let one guy grab the mat. They called a not takedown. And one of these may just be the rules are bad with the rear standing. Yeah. But either way, I mean. Also, I, um, like someone brought up in the chat, like, well, it's because they were reviewing the takedown, not that he pulled the mat. Well, they can they can. Well, call you anything. see it. Well, right. you could still can see they it. call anything or do they have to? Because they always well, like, what, what are you challenging here? That's what they always that, ask if. Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier, Kyle. It's like when they throw multiple bricks and they say, well, I'm going to review this and then I'm going to review that. It's like, how about you just watch what happened and right. make the call? Yeah, I agree, man. Um, were, there no, were there no stall calls in that entire match? Maybe I don't, a warning. I think there was a warning. I don't think I, there was. That is insane. Um, this was not – yeah, this was not a fun match really. Um, so I much out of was very fun either. No. Uh AJ just kind of rolled. He got that first. It was a single from AJ, and then yeah. reattack Nino, and then a reattack from AJ blew right through him for the two. Um, and and Nino was just never close on a takedown. Uh, yep. AJ just really solid from everywhere. And then heavyweight Gable, Gable got it done against Mason. It wasn't close, but he did not get the get the bonus point there. Um. Not not a ton to say about those last couple matches, really. No no controversy, really, right? Um, no, nothing. I mean, I was thinking that that Mason would. I'm sorry, Mason. Um, Gable would push for the major. He didn't really push all that hard, like we've seen him a few times earlier this season. He also missed the major, and he was pushing for it, but he he actually gave up a takedown against. Um, Kirkley in the semi or the quarters, right? He was up by like six or seven, and he gave up the takedown instead of getting it. Yep. Um, Which is a great segue into the Hodge talk. Guys, who should I pick? I'm so split on this. Um, I'll just give you my – it's obviously Spencer or Gable. They've both mm -hmm. been 
uber dominant this year. They're both really, really good at the world, not only at the collegiate level, but the world level. Um, Spencer probably has better dominance skills, uh, um, score, over the, although Gable's really good, uh, but Gable's level of competition is significantly higher. Um, I think it hurt Spencer a lot that Arugia and Patrick Glory were not in the bracket. Um, and, and then obviously we look at like Suriano was contemplating going down there. That would have made his case a lot stronger. Uh, I don't know that I really take into effect the Spencer hurt knees. I mean, it's a nice story, but I don't know if I should factor into the Hodge talk. What's your guys' take? Well, you either you don't have to subscribe to the criteria, but I think if you look at the criteria, it should be Spencer. Um, even if you throw out, not throw out, but you give Gable the quality of competition, which I think you unquestionably have you do. to. Have to. Yeah. He can't. He will not win the pins argument, Gable. It has to be Spencer. And well, well I think they were they're only off by one. I want to say right. It was like five, four, six, five, something like that. I will check. Right but now. the but the criteria is number of pins, and one of them has okay. more. Um, and then dominance is like you could have made the, the argument had Gable's big tens and before extended to NCAs. You could have made a dominance argument. But, you know, he got taken down by Kirkfleet, and, yeah. you know, he had – that's not a close match, but he had uh, a decision win over the guy that got seventh. So that kind of like – I want to say excuses the fact that Spencer gave up some takedowns yeah. in, in the match. Um, I don't look at past credentials because I think that, that I makes think it's dumb. No, yeah. no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it was five pins to four for Spencer. So quality of competition for, uh, is a wash. I mean, or not a wash. It's an advantage for Gable. Sportsmanship, yeah. citizenship, I don't, I don't care about that. Hart is I, interesting because, man, he freaking won NCAs with no ACLs. I've never heard of such a thing. I've never heard of that. And I think that should be factored in. But why is why Gable hard? Did Gable wrestled really like, hard too? He gave he, he uh, left I mean, it all yeah, out sure, there. Sure, sure. No, you can't. You can't. Well, someone's got to win it. You can't deny that. No, yeah, but somebody's got to like be the okay. winner in the. Well, I know, category. but I'm just saying, like, heart and sportsmanship should immediately be thrown out. They are I the. Agree. They are the exact same. Like, I mean, if it, it, I don't know. Are you gonna measure their hearts? Um. <laughs> Yeah, it, I, it, you're right. It's it immeasurable qualities, and so we what should killed, just What killed Gable is the Kirkley match. Like, I think I, so, too. I think that really killed him. Uh, now he has one more. He has two two regular decisions on the year. Spencer has one. Um, but him not majoring Kirkley, like not majoring Paris in the finals is fine. Spencer didn't get a major in the finals, um, and Paris is better than Courtney. But the Kirkfleet match uh, really, really hurt him. Especially yeah. the fact that others have have bonus Kirkfleet this year. Yes, Kirkfleet was Paris did, Cassiope did. Yeah, so agreed. And, and maybe others uh, that I'm not thinking about at NCAA's. Let me look at his. Schultz might have. It was high scoring match. Nine four, and then Kirkfleet won by major. He lost fourteen. Fourteen uh, eight. Fourteen to eight to Schultz, and then. He won 13-1, so no. Um, but he was major twice at Big Tens. So I think I think the, the vote is, is Spencer. I do too. I and I was I was saying Gable was the favorite going into NCAAs. Yeah. Um, My vote was, was de definitely up in the air going into NCAAs. And I, if, if Gable had 
Big Ten his NCA bracket. Yeah, he he had he had to be perfect. Yeah, and he wasn't. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think you should vote for Spencer, uh, Ben. Yeah, it's probably where I'm leaning. Yeah, that's that's what I think I'm gonna do. Um, Nine thirty eight. We gotta get to a couple questions, then we'll go, and then. Oh man, so- I wanted to make one more comment though. I just no go for it. Brackets for last chance qualifier, Christian. Oh my goodness. Are they out? Where'd you see those entries? Well, I'm sorry. Not, oh, I'm entries. sorry. Entries. They're ridiculous. They're. It's gonna be ridiculous. They're on fluorescing.org. Um, Miles Martin going to Rutgers. That's that's notable. We didn't talk about oh, yeah, that. Yeah. There should be a lot. We're not gonna. Um. Well, we got two more shows. Yeah, we got plenty of shows, plenty of stuff to do. Uh, and you're right; these these entries are absolutely insane. <laughs> Shane Van Ness. I'm kind of. I feel like some of these guys are qualified already, though. Or is or did you have to be not qualified to be in this tournament? I believe yes. So, like a, Nate Jackson's really not qualified. Right. What? No, remember, senior nationals. Senior nationals counted for nothing. Yeah. Mark Hall, Gabe Dean, Nate Jackson, Max Dean, Drew Foster, David McFadden, uh, Taylor Lujan. Yep. And Johnny Those Hendricks. Those guys are not qualified. All of them. You miss Johnny Hendricks. Or Jake Hendricks. Johnny Hendricks? <laughs> Stop. Um, You're messing with me, right? Yeah, it's Jake Hendricks. Uh, um, hey, is, is Fast Twitch going to wrestle at the trials? I don't know. I feel like... Why not? Feel like one? Why not? He's from Dallas. Keep it rolling. Get to game. He does. He doesn't have to cut weight. Right. Two thirteen. Yeah. He gets a gain he weight. Can't one, he can't make one eighty nine, right? No, I think he cut. He has to cut decently to make one ninety seven. So I think we'll see him. Oh yeah, almost. he did two twenty to two twenty five. Mm-hmm. I'm going up. Deadlift six sixty five. Six hundred sixty five pound deadlift, big Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> I showed my That's boss electric. that clip. I'm like, check this out. He's like, man, he needs a mullet or whatever. I was like, no, he doesn't actually talk like that. He only <laughs> talked like that for this interview. He's not Southern. He's like a, a Jersey guy from Texas. Um, it's so funny how unanimously people think that he grew up in New Jersey. Yes. My dad texted me. was like, how big is it for New Jersey that he won <laughs> nationals? And I said, uh, he's from Texas, so not that big. But he is a. W- it's a win for all Italian-Americans, which – so it's a win for Jersey in some way. He did tell me he wanted to go to Rutgers one time. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he, it no. was on his school list because he wanted to represent Italian-Americans. Yes. He said parents wouldn't let him. Should he be the next great Italian American at Rutgers? We call, we kept talking about his mission operation the entire tournament. Yeah, because he, Wait, what did he say that I must have missed that? He sent a tweet out before it was pinned. It was a pinned tweet Hang on his on. profile. I gotta read it. That he had, he was on a mission and an operation. It was, it's amazing, <laughs> and it was intact <laughs> and in progress, <laughs> almost complete. Now complete. It was so. It's so awesome. Like I, I, I don't hope want it's still people to there. think that. I hope it's still pinned there. Like this is we're saying these things because we think he's an electric factory. Yes, and it's awesome. He's um, very funny. It's not so panned, and he has retweeted a lot. Okay, here it is. Nope, that's not it. I'm not even close. <laughs> he has tweeted so much, or yeah. just retweeted. I he's guess a retweet factory. I don't blame him. Might be retweeting all this stuff too. Yeah, I was no. an NC two A champion. Hold on. We I, were I on fast to... twitch though. You know, after his U twenty threes, we were like, okay, this oh, yeah. this dude can this dude can win it. Um. I was on right. after I saw the TikToks. Here we go. Big 12 championship mission in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mission successful. 
The final operation, NCAA Championship Gold, is intact and in progress. The mission and final operation will be completed in St. Louis, Missouri. Date, March 18th through March 20th. <laughs> mission and operation. <laughs> so then now everyone's tweeting us mission operation uh, all day long. And I love mission it. Mission operation. It was a good mission operation. Intact uh, and in progress. And in progress. All right, uh, FRL question. If you were told prior to NCAAs that Penn State will win four weights on top of Marinelli not placing, would you have picked Iowa to win? Maybe not. Yeah. With the DNP from Marinelli? They still have so many points. I mean, listen, it, it, they still even underperformed <laughs> other weights because I probably was thinking that Ironman and Kemmer were going to win too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um. Has there been more or less crying and belly aching about Penn State this year, despite the fact that they didn't win a title? Um, uh, what's that why mean? Are people I, crying about them? I don't know. Just that they're good. I'm not sure. I don't think so. I thought you guys might know what that means. Some Penn State fans are trying to say like they're ra- they'd rather have four champs than the team title, and they're, you're just lying to yourself. You're, lying. you're just it's okay you're to lying. be happy with four champs and not like being in second place, like. You don't have to try to spend four chances being better than a team title. Yeah. It does feel shitty, though, for Iowa to win that team title and have Penn State party on them with four champs in the finals. That would not be fun. I would not like that. It didn't, you know, Tom's interview afterwards, it just it did not seem like a, and I think, you know, you're just, you're right after the moment of, you're one, he already knew he had won going into the yeah. finals. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so now it's like, okay, I'm, I'm I need to get these champs. And then... You're kind of processing, you know, you lost two or three. These are the ultimate competitors. So he didn't seem like super. No one seemed all that happy other than, you know, some of the champs afterwards. But Kale was like, he was disappointed. He's like, you know, as great as they guys wrestled, Kale was like, we need to win. The the goal is winning it all. Yeah, it bothers him. It, 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 it clearly bothered him, which, like, he was really proud of the guys that won and thought they wrestled awesome. But. He, he even he was like you know anytime you lose he even said that anytime you lose it's 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 it stinks or something like that um okay so yeah i don't know where i was going with that but i said it. um well i was thinking i was thinking going into this tournament that it might be a couple of years till penn state wins again because iowa has you know all of their guys back again next year um and then obviously Penn State would then graduate Roman and Nick Lee, which is a whole bunch of points. Um, now I'm more feeling like if Penn State can fill one of those spots with someone really good, that they're probably going to win next year. Yeah, I kind of. It just feels like I don't know why or how, but it feels like Penn State will win next year. You got four yeah. champs coming back. Kirkfleet will get better. Beard will get better, and if they can get. Where where are the additional points coming? I mean, forty nine. Do they wrestle? Oh, we about Penn State. They got yeah. They got they got to get one more spot. So either Kirkland's got to get better, uh, Robbie Howard's got to get better, uh, or they have to get someone at forty nine, fifty seven, or sixty five who can make a difference. And listen, that like that could be Shane Van Ness potentially. Yes. I was gonna say um, Van get you could wrestle Van Ness this year, red shirt, Bo Bartlett, Bartlett, and then he goes back at forty one. He goes in at forty one, and then. 65, I mean, if Jolie's not the solution there. Uh, yeah. They're, they're going to need, not not for the Penn State standard, they're going to need 
a transfer or to cut Facundo Facundo down to 65, which I don't know if that's the plan for him or not. Um, if they get a transfer, if they get a Shane Griffith, then obviously he would go 65. If not, uh, if Facundo could be, he could be potentially be the answer. He could be solid. I'm not sold he'd be a title contender right away after that. Um, uh, Kale Valencia match, Kyle mm-hmm. Valencia match, but potentially. Yes, uh, I agree. But I also like Facundo's frame. Feel like he could get, he could be bigger, and I feel yes. like with Starachi Brooks. Those guys could eventually move up, and then maybe Facundo goes seventy four. Really, you think so? I think Brooks. I don't could. Feel like Brooks is big. Am I wrong? Um, I th- I don't think he'll go up next year, but I think at some point he'll go one ninety seven. Really? Yeah. He's over two hundred. I know okay. that. Maybe he will. Maybe. Uh, so there's there's options for Penn State. They're gonna have to get better at twenty five. I think they will. I mean, you look listen to Howard about how much, how little time on the mat he had coming in and it was pretty clear he was coming on and that was one of the things and maybe close with this question um interestingly miles martin's dad asked this question uh but i want to read it verbatim not like guess on it hold on one second um he asked um we all know the season is a grind. Long season takes its toll on many. Less traveling, lack of in-season tournament where guys hit and get that feel, et cetera. So Curiosity has me wondering, who benefited the most with a shortened season as well as no Ivy League? That's my question. I feel like – so my answer to this is like the inex- the true freshman I felt like – I think of a guy like Robert Howard as someone who would have really benefited from a full year in, in the yeah. lineup. Hitting a couple opens where it's not as tough – hitting some Big Ten duels, wrestling the Big Tens, and then feel like you could kind of see the glimpses of what he could be, but he just didn't have – he didn't quite have it for for this year. But I feel like someone like him, I feel like the older guys, the seniors that have been around, that know the deal, I think it benefits them because they're the guys where the, the accumulation of injuries um, um, rears itself. So I feel like – Making weight, I think the the guys that are the weight cutters benefited the most. I don't know if it applies. Whoever to anyone to. Yeah, so like that's forty one or forty nine certainly benefited from no Yanni. I think Yanni's mm-hmm. going to go up, uh, so maybe forty nine. Although I think, man, I think someone like Sasso is never going to match up well with Yanni, in my opinion, because no. where Sasso's great, Yanni's elite. Uh, yeah. But o- someone like O'Connor. Can kind of fit that that McKenna sort of style, really sure, yeah. fundamental. Can score quick, nice attacks, good on the mat, um, competent in scrambles. I think he could make it a little more interesting. So, um, I guess that would be the answer. Um, man, uh, ultimately the guys that benefited the most were EIWA wrestlers because they got ah. so many qualifiers that they should not have gotten. EIWA did terrible. At NCAs, it was just awful, awful. Well, they took they took all their best teams away. Well, I know, but if you look at the seeds and you look at yeah. how many they got in, it was it was atrocious. two all Americans, two all Americans, and what forty three qualifiers, forty five, uh, forty five auto. I'm not sure. I need I'm to sure go back and look some. right and see how many while at larges they got. Terrible. I mean, they did so. I mean, it's just. But it was. We said it all along. As soon as the allocations came out, we said this could be. This is gonna go terrible. They're not gonna. They're not gonna wrestle that. Um. So yeah, 
Um, they had 23 wrestlers uh, go 0 and 2. Oh Ooh. my gosh! Ouch! That's bad. That's, that's a lot of EIWA guys at the barbecue. That's chunky. Okay. Um, oh, it's 9:50. My Shout gracious! Shout out Obrats for that. Shout stuff. out Obrats. Shout out to you. Shout out to Ben. We gotta go. I'm going ben. to get coffee. The coffee place wasn't even open before I had to get on the show this morning because it was so early. <laughs> at Vegas, everything should be open at all times. 24 7. I walked downstairs, not open. Man. Well, enjoy Vegas. It's a terrible place, but I hope you have fun. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Plenty of NCAs to get into. Maybe touch a little bit of Last Chance, but a lot of NCAs still to talk about. Last Chance Thursday. Last Chance is Thursday. Yeah. So, tomorrow's our last chance to talk NCAs. Except we'll still probably talk about Thursday. Thanks so much. We'll be back. Have a good Tuesday. Later.